0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven, and this... Well, this is going to be the obligatory Star Wars episode. See, if you're not aware, earlier in the week, Monday, I believe it was, was May the 4th. And all of us nerds know that May the 4th is Star Wars Day because it's May the 4th. I'll be with you. Isn't that clever? (laughs) Anyway... Because it was Star Wars Day, of course, it got me thinking about Star Wars, and it also got me watching some Star Wars, but not just any Star Wars. I finally got to see Rise of Skywalker, and I loved it oh so much. I enjoyed The Last Jedi. There were some moments, I thought the whole scene of them riding the big, weird, freaking alien horse things through the casino. I thought that whole part was kind of weird. The whole, we got to go get this guy who can crack the code, otherwise we can't do whatever it is. I thought that whole thing, that whole little side adventure... Was kind of weird. I could, I could do without that in the movie, but I didn't hate the movie for the for the same reasons that other people did. There are some people that just throw so much hate and shade on that movie, whereas I, I enjoyed it. I've watched it three times, and I have enjoyed it every single time. Rise of Skywalker, however, I mean, holy crap, that was a freaking great movie. It was one of those movies that it was soon as. It was, good Lord, I can't even talk, I liked it so much. It was one of those movies that as soon as it was over, I wanted to watch it all over again. I mean, there were moments in that movie where I was laughing, I was in tears, I was cheering. Well, not out loud. I, I I tend not to to cheer out loud when I'm sitting alone on my couch watching a movie. But in my heart, dudes, I was cheering. Why did I say dudes? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, America, the world, whoever's listening, in my heart, I was cheering. I got angry in some scenes. You know, the bad guys do stuff that just make me angry. Not angry at the movie, angry for the right reasons. The movie was just an emotional roller coaster for me, and I was exhausted. I was literally, I'm not saying literally when I should be saying figuratively, I was literally exhausted when it was over. Okay, maybe not exhausted. I was tired. I was I was spent. That freaking movie took me on a ride and it took a lot out of me by the end. It was I was so invested and I enjoyed it so much. It it just hit all my buttons. It did everything for me that I had hoped that the final chapter in the Skywalker saga would. And and let's let's hope it is the final chapter, frankly. I mean, I'm looking forward to more Star Wars movies. There does need to be more Star Wars movies, because it's a giant universe. There's a bit just a big giant sandbox for people to play in. But the whole Skywalker, Emperor Palpatine, all that, Darth Vader, that all that all just has to end. It's done. Let's not come back to it. We got a great original trilogy. We got a prequel trilogy that. Granted, I wish, you know, I could do without. I enjoy them. I will watch them and I will have fun with them. But they could have been so much better. And that hurts. That hurts in my heart. And then we got the final trilogy, which was just excellent. Really good first movie, fairly decent second movie, and almost perfect third movie. I, I, don't, I don't know that I would call it perfect. I couldn't point out anything in it. That would make me say this is why the movie's not perfect. But, I mean, maybe the one scene where it showed Luke and Leia in the past and Luke was training Leia to be a a Jedi, that was awesome. But, of course, the digital, her face, his face looked okay. And then they showed her face and I was like, that's creepy as crap. That's like a mannequin come to life. We've progressed very far with CGI, but we haven't quite progressed that far. but of course, with Star Wars Day coming around and watching that movie, it just it, it gets you thinking about Star Wars. and I am lucky enough to have been born at a time that I was able to see the first movie, Star Wars Chapter Four: A New Hope in the theater. Now it was released in 1977. I don't think I saw it in 77. I would have been five. It was released in 77 in a very small, I think I read 32 theaters and within, I don't know, a week, two weeks, a month, they expanded it because it was much bigger than they thought it was going to be. It was still in the, it was either still in the theaters in 78 or they re-released it in 78. I know they re-released it in 79 and again in 81. And I know that I saw it before the 81 re-release because from what I've read, it was the, when they re-released it in, in 81 80 or 81, now I can't quite remember off the top of my head, but it was it, that was when they added the subtitle, A New Hope. And I remember the only memory I have of seeing that movie in the theater is more, it's more of a not remembering the opening crawl saying A New Hope. In fact, I, re, I do distinctly remember when I finally watched it at home on video, thinking, well, that says A New Hope. I don't remember that in the theater. Now, when movie two comes around, Empire Strikes Back, I think that was 80, oh, good Lord, they, they, they really, they, they came out relatively quickly based on what I read. I don't remember. My memory doesn't recall it that way, but I do by my, really my first memory of seeing a Star Wars movie in the theater comes from Empire Strikes Back because the pivotal scene in which Darth Vader tells Luke that he is his father and Luke screams out no and then he falls down in the thing and he doesn't die and until I saw return of the jedi i was of the firm belief that vader was just messing with him i would get in arguments with people at school i would even see i would see something in tv guide or in a comic book or something and they would make mention of it and i'd just shake my head and go idiots there's no way that he's luke's father you these you're stupid I mean, come on. He's Darth Vader. Of course, he's lying. And even when I went and saw Jedi in the theater, you can't call it Jedi anymore because now we have the last Jedi. But when I went and saw Return of the Jedi in the theater, even then, it took a big part of the movie to convince me. I think it was the point when Luke finally accepted, you know, when Darth Vader says, so you finally accepted the truth that I'm your father. I think that's when I accepted it. I accepted it right along with Luke Skywalker. I was like, well, I guess I guess so. But there was still a part of me that was right up to the end was waiting. Was waiting for him, you know, to help me take this mask off so I can look at you with my own eyes. And he takes his masks off. Ha ha! I'm not your father, you idiot. <laughs> that's what I was I was kinda hoping for. Secretly. He rips the mask off and Vader looks up at him and says, Gotcha. I'm not your father, you big jerk. That's what I was kind of hoping. That's what I was kind of hoping would happen. And I liked Return of the Jedi as well. I love the Ewoks. Anybody that doesn't like the Ewoks, well, you know what? That's your opinion. But the Ewoks were awesome. However, to be honest with you, his original idea, he wanted to have them be Wookiees. I would have much rather have had it be Wookiees, but apparently there aren't that many tall people. And, of course, CGI wasn't a thing then. Then when he does finally get the chance to do Wookiees, which was in, what was it, the third prequel, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I don't think he did a good job with that, especially since you had Chewbacca swinging on a vine, calling out like frickin' Tarzan, going, Oh, come on. He made so many mistakes with those prequels. So many mistakes. It's just... It just hurts my heart sometimes. But you know what? It's we have them, it's what we have and I can enjoy them for what they are. I recently when when we got Disney Plus, when Disney Plus first came out whenever that was, it was good lord, was that almost a Well, that was November, was it? I don't remember. But I watched every Star Wars movie that was available, which was every one with the exception of Rise of Skywalker. And yeah, there's moments when I watch those prequels and I just shake my head, you know? Anakin, just in general, just annoys me. Now, I don't blame the actors, whether it's the little kid or what's-his-name, Hayden Christensen, I don't blame them. I've read a lot of articles and watched some documentaries that talk about how George Lucas is not really an actor's director. He, he doesn't really know how to direct, People to a certain extent. That's the way I understand it, and I think if and I I think if he just would have written the movies and then handed them over to somebody to direct, I think they would have been much better. Frankly, there's a part of me that wishes he hadn't written them. By you know, but still, they're out there. That's what we got. So, with the exception of this last trilogy, I, I saw the original trilogy in the theaters, and by the time Return of the Jedi came out, we had growing up, I I I grew up outside of a a college town called Lawrence, Kansas, home of the Jayhawks. Nobody knows, not a lot of people know who they are unless you know college basketball. The Jayhawks tend to do fairly well in college basketball. But in the town of Lawrence, when I saw the first Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, there were two theaters in town. They were on the main downtown street called Massachusetts Street. Most most of the businesses in Lawrence, there, there was another kind of a cross street, 23rd Street that had a lot of businesses on it and Iowa Street that had some businesses on it. But really the, the shopping experience in Lawrence at the time and still to this day is downtown Lawrence on Massachusetts Street. It's a place where you park at one end and you could walk down one side, and walk up the other side. There's all kinds of small businesses there, bookstores, record stores, just all haberdasheries, shoe stores, just everything. Matter of fact, for a long time, that's where J.C. Penney's and I think it was a Woolworth's when it came to shopping at a department store. That's that's where you went was this downtown area, which was a very densely it's a very densely packed area with model. It's, it's just street parking. But there were two theaters on Massachusetts Street on the same block on opposite sides of each other. The the Granada and the Varsity. Well, by the time Return of the Jedi came out, we had gotten a new theater and it was like the big thing because there were two theaters in the same building. It was called the Cinema Twin. It's no longer there. Heck, the two original theaters, the Varsity and the Granada are no longer there. The Varsity was turned into a freaking Urban Outfitters or something like that. And the Granada, it's still, it's a band's play there, basically. It's, It's a club at this point. But, uh, my biggest memory of seeing Return of the Jedi is just is going to this new theater that had two theaters in the same building. That was a huge freaking deal back then. And then in 97, they re-released the original trilogy, the special editions, which by themselves caused a lot of uproar. I went to see all three movies with both of my brothers and my dad. My dad, of course, took us to see the original trilogy. My little brother was not old enough he may have been a depending on again, depending on when we went to go see that first movie in the theater. But even, even before 81, he only would have been about three or four years old. So he probably didn't go to see the first movie in the theater, but he would have went to empire and Jedi. And then, then we, then all of us, me, my two brothers and my dad, we all went to see each of the re-releases, which was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, Han didn't shoot first. And, that's always going to be... I don't care what else he did to those movies. Most of the changes don't bother me at all. But Han shooting... Han not shooting first is a huge one for me. I don't know why they haven't fixed that. Now that, you know, I don't know if maybe that was part of his his contract with Disney. It's like, I'll sell you these movies. But you can't fix that. I know that originally I decided Han shoots first. But you know what? i changed my mind because... I don't know. I don't know why he changed his mind. That scene tells you all you really need to know about Han Solo in regard to who he is at that time. That's why at the end of the freaking movie, when you think that he's left because he's got his money, when he comes back and saves the day so that Luke can blow up the freaking Death Star, that's why that has so much impact. The fact that he shoots Greedo before Greedo even can think about shooting him first Tells you all you need to know about Han Solo in that scene at that moment in time. That's who Han Solo is. And to change that to first be Greedo shoots first. Han happens to dodge out of the way and then shoots him. And then it's like he says, well, okay, I'll I'll, I'll fix it a little bit. I'll give, I'll try to do, uh, I'll try to meet you halfway. And they both shoot at the same time. No, 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 no. I remember that. Okay, now. That is suddenly flashing a memory in my head of seeing that first movie in the theater. When Han did that, man, as a little kid, I just thought, oh, man, he is so cool. He doesn't take crap from anybody. And again, I don't know why he did it. I don't know why he changed changed the, the thing. I don't know why he changed it. I feel like I read something somewhere where I guess he, as he got older, he felt that Han Solo wouldn't have done that. Maybe he, he got, I don't know, as he got older, he started to get more cautious, I guess. I don't know. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I'm sure the reasoning behind it is somewhere. It's just never made any sense to me. It makes more sense for Han to shoot first. It just does. That's who he was. And he has an arc. He turns into somebody else by the end of the movie. But I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not I'm done talking about that. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I am not one of these crazy freaking rabid Star Wars fans that just goes freaking crazy and is angry at George Lucas or angry at somebody who doesn't who who watches one of the movies and doesn't like it or I I saw a uh there's a web I don't read many web comics anymore, but there's one that I I I read whenever they put a new one up and it's called um Our Valued Customer, and they're one-panel comics, and it's supposed to be stuff that this guy, the whoever, the guy or girl, whoever makes the comic, maybe they work in a comic book store, or they know somebody who works in a comic book store, or they just hang out in a comic book store a lot, but it's supposed to be true things that they have heard from customers in a comic book store. And they had a really good one up this week in which the customer is saying something to the effect of, I really love Star Wars, but I'm sick of Star Wars fans. I can't remember what the exact what exactly he said, but it was something to the effect of I'm tired of Star Wars fans getting angry at me for liking a movie or not liking a movie or not liking it enough or not not liking it enough or something. It was just, it was, it's like, yes, I agree. Those people are crazy. I think anytime somebody sits down and puts a petition together to remake a movie because they don't like the fact that one of the characters is Asian, that's a huge freaking problem. And for anybody, I remember when Force Awakens came out and people were like, oh, J.J. Abrams, he's got to make the main character a girl. Well, who the frick do you think Princess Leia was? Seriously, what's wrong with people? Getting angry, getting angry. (laughs) But I am gonna watch, when I finished Rise of Skywalker, I thought to myself, I'm gonna watch all nine movies now. I'm gonna next weekend or this, this upcoming weekend, I'm gonna spend the weekend, I'm gonna watch all nine movies in a row. I'm just gonna binge them. And then I thought, well, let's do more than that. Let's watch all nine movies with Solo and with Rogue One and just freaking just binge the crap out of it. But I feel like I watched Rogue or, or Solo not that long ago, and I don't really know if I'm in the mood to watch the prequels again. I think I've got to wait seven, eight, nine years between viewings on those. If anything, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to rewatch the final trilogy again because I really enjoyed that ending. It was, it was such a good—that final movie was just so good. It was so much bigger. Than the original trilogy. So much bigger that just, it seemed like there was so much more at stake almost. The whole getting into the, the frickin' Sith planet and Palpatine still being alive through the use of clones and whatnot. And then, oh my gosh, I don't wanna spoil it if you haven't seen it yet. I'm very much understanding that it takes a while for people to see stuff. I just saw it for the first time this week and I managed to go the entire time without being spoiled at all. I had no idea what I was getting into when I watched that movie and it was just so good. It was so good. The The only, I'll tell you what, if I'm gonna nitpick, I'm gonna nitpick for a second. So here's some spoilers if you haven't seen it, but you probably know already. I mean, obviously the actress is no longer with us, but Leia dies in the movie. When Chewbacca finds out that Leia dies, I f- he had more of a reaction to Leia dying than Han dying. That's that's my biggest issue with 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 the final trilogy to tell you the truth. That's my biggest issue. When when I was watching Force Awakens, that moment had been spoiled for me. My youngest didn't realize that she was speaking out of turn. She thought that I already knew before I had seen them. You know, I hadn't seen the movie yet, but she thought Obviously, it's, it's, it's all over. Everybody knows it. So she happens to mention, well, what do you think about Han Solo dying? And I was like, what? Why would you tell me that? And so I go into the movie knowing that. But yet when the movie starts, I kind of forget it. And the scene comes where he's going to die and it just hits me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to die. And it, I remember that Palin's, Palin's saying that. And, I, and I'm, I'm like, this is the moment. This is when it's going to happen. His fricking son is going to kill him. And my first thought was for Chewbacca because all I could think about was that moment in Empire Strikes Back when they're getting ready to freeze Han Solo in the Carbonite and Chewbacca realizes what's going to happen and he just goes freaking ballistic and he starts throwing stormtroopers all over the place and he would have he ripped that place apart if Han hadn't stopped him because he knows, he knew in that moment that Chewie had to stop, that he had to protect Leia, right? So the way that Chewie reacted to the thought of this happening to to Han and there's 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 it wasn't a foregone conclusion that he would die, right? It's like he could survive the process. That was the whole point of that—to see if so, that could happen and they could survive, so they could do it to Luke. And based on that reaction, I just assumed that when when uh Han died in a Force Away in the Force Awakens, I'm just I'm just sitting there watching this, going, oh, oh my gosh. Chewie's going to freak out. Chewie's going to lose it. Chewie is going to tear this place. I just assumed at that point that Chewie would also die. I assumed that because they had such a strong bond, that Chewie would lose it and go into some kind of berserker rage and be gunned down. And he was—he did get angry. He did. There, there was an emotional reaction, but nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. And then when Leia dies... And he finds out about it. He reacts much more emotionally than he did when Han died. I mean, I guess we have to assume that his real reaction about his best friend for over 20, 30 years, that all that reaction happened off camera, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand I don't understand the J.J. J. Abrams thought process in making those decisions, but that's it, that's the only thing. That and the stupid alien horses running through the freaking casino, in the whole casino scene in the Last Jedi. Those would be my only two real nitpicks about the final trilogy. I don't mind that Force Awakens was basically a New Hope. That doesn't that none of that bothers me. None of it bothers me when he's he's like. Uh, Going back to the well and reminding us of stuff that you know, touching on nostalgic moments. Um, I loved and the, spoilers, spoilers, people. If you've not watched Rise of Skywalker, but I loved how at the at the end, Ray goes back, goes to Tatooine and goes to Luke's home, the home that he grew up in, and it's basically been taken over by the desert. And some old woman shows up, and no one's been around here for years. Who are you? She says that she's Ray ray skywalker and i was just that it's just perfect it was such a great ending i loved the the arc of kylo ren at no point during what happened in rise of skywalker did i go oh come on that's not gonna happen it all made sense to me it all hit me right where it was supposed to hit me and dang it i actually just want to stop recording right now and go watch him again and maybe that's just what i'll do but until then, I'm going to sign off. My name is Steven, and I'm Just Another Fanboy. Be nice to each other. Stay safe. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Steven or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stevenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at StephenOrElse.